It hasn't been pretty, but the Cardinals are through and they're in the thick of it through seven weeks. Still very much in the playoff hunt in the NFC. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in Monday edition live here, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy, follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Today's episode of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by Prize Picks. Today, uh, you know, Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less, then their prize pick projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First-time users can receive 100% into deposit match up to 100 bucks with promo code locked on. That's pricepicks.com slash promo code locked on. Okay, so the Cardinals have got through seven weeks. They're three and four. They're very much in the hunt for everything. If you look at tangathon.com, one of the best websites, the Cardinals now have the 13th pick in the 2023 NFL draft, but they're win out from having 20th pick. So we know that the NFC is kind of a muck box is what I've been calling it. The NFC is it's kind of a, you know, it's taken a little while to get going for a lot of the offenses. And there's also a lot of bad teams in the NFC. So when you look at the Cardinals and you look at the ups and downs they've had from week one getting embarrassed at home by Kansas City, week two, the miraculous win in Vegas, week three, the Rams. You know, it was kind of a who doesn't want to lose this game game instead of who's going to go out and win it. And then you go to Carolina, you beat a team that you should have beat. Um, The Cardinals are in a very, very interesting situation because they haven't played well. They haven't played as well as people thought they were going to play um, from the tail end of last season to now. The beginning of the 2021 season is a long time ago. And there's still a lot of moving pieces. There's been injuries, especially on the offensive line. But all in all, going three and four through their first seven weeks with DeAndre Hopkins out for six of them, you got to be okay with that. And I've talked about this a lot. I'd much rather the Cardinals get to 10 wins this way than starting seven and oh, and then backing into 11 wins. This is you're gonna get you're gonna find out the resolve of this team. You're gonna you're gonna find out, you know, the strength of the foundation of this team, of the coaching staff, of the players, of the leadership, everything. If the Cardinals make the playoffs with starting how poorly they did, that's a very, very good sign. And I know it's kind of backwards, I know it's kind of counterintuitive. But because you want, you know, the team to win as many games as possible, as early as possible, and then continue down the road. But when you have a situation that the Cardinals found themselves in to start the season with DeAndre uh, Hopkins on the shelf and, you you know, uh, Hollywood Brown coming in, not having played there before, and injuries to Rodney Hudson and James Conner's been hobbled and Chase Edmonds is gone, and A.J. Green looks like he's officially hit you know, it, it's about time to retire. Um, being where they are now is, is, is a 
It's not bad. I mean, it could be a lot worse. The Cardinals would have lost in Vegas. We're looking at two and five. We're having a different conversation. But the way the defense is played, and I know they've given up a lot of points. I think they've given up 186 points, 176 or 186 points this year, which 176, which is a lot. Okay. But you take away week one, they give up a 40 burger to Kansas City, and you take away Thursday night when that was, a lot of that was garbage time points. Defense has played well. And I've been having to defend Vance Joseph in this defense the whole season. Because, you know, their job isn't to win football games. Their job is to set the table for the offense to win football games for this team. And the offense hasn't done it as well as expected through six weeks or through seven weeks. But to say that this is kind of a failure, you know, a downfall, things like that through seven weeks and the Cardinals are three and four, I, I just think it's not true. I just think it's not true. They 100% could only have one win through seven weeks. Definitely. Let's say two. Because they should have beat New Orleans. The two pick sixes in the first half really helped spark the Cardinals scoring more points than the Saints, which is very important if you want to win football games. And they beat Carolina, bad Carolina team. They There's no way they could have beat Kansas City. That was just a buzzsaw week one with the team willing to prove. I still think Kansas City is going to win the Super Bowl. I said that before the season started. People just forget and are anointing other quarterbacks, the greatest, who haven't done nearly close to what Patrick Mahomes has done. Uh, The Raiders was a lucky victory, but they ended up pulling it out. Kyler Murray showed how special he can be. Week three with the Rams, Cardinals should have won that game. I mean, them only scoring four field goals on long, sustained drives. It just, things were out of sync. But you look through how they've played. Philly, that was their best game they've played all year. And they lost, but they drove down the field in, in the one-minute drill and set up a 43-yard field goal from Adam Dolan. He missed it. You know? I mean, the Cardinals, they played well in that game. They played well from the first second all the way through, even though, you know, the first quarter is still an issue. But all in all, through seven weeks, it could be a lot worse than it is. And in the NFL, that's a positive. You need balls to bounce your way to win games, but you need to also avoid calamity and disaster. And the Cardinals have done that through seven weeks. Survived and advanced. Well, they're three and four, and, you know, the offense doesn't look great, and, you know, the defense can't hold up forever, and, you know, Hollywood Brown's out through December, and the, the NFC West, the whole thing about the NFC West being one of the best divisions in football, let's just take that off the table for now. Let's just take that off the table. The Rams don't look good, at least to what we thought. You know, save like six weeks from last season in a playoff run and a cover zero called by Todd Bowles that left Cooper Cup wide open behind behind the defense. The Rams would have had one of the most cataclysmic downfalls and lead like in a playoff game in the history of the NFL. Tom Brady came back from three scores in the fourth quarter, late into the third quarter. So the Rams won the Super Bowl, absolutely. But they haven't looked like a world beater from the start of 2021 through now. And we're starting to see like, oh, Andrew Whitworth out. Oh, the offensive line isn't as good. Oh, Cam Akers isn't good. What's going on here? Can you throw the ball to Cooper Cup 45 times a game? And then San Francisco, what happened yesterday against Kansas City was a fantastic ego boost for the Cardinals. And you never root for anybody to get injured. 
And you don't ever want to be like, oh, that means that the Cardinals can beat this team if the Chiefs beat them. That's not necessarily it. It's more like, oh, they can be beaten. And they can't come back from the lead. And, and the Chiefs just absolutely embarrass them at Levi Stadium. That is a good thing to watch because it gets into the cerebellum of a team who just traded for Christian McCaffrey. They don't have draft picks for the next three years, it seems. And the Cardinals are in a position that if they can tread water, win games when necessary, the NFC West is up for the taking. The NFC West is absolutely up for the taking. And through seven weeks, Cardinals being three and four and still being in a position to do so, even though they're technically in last in the NFC West, that's a good position to be in. Alex Lancey locked on Cardinals. I do want to talk about Minnesota a little early. I normally don't, but because they played Thursday night, we've had some time to marinate. We're already looking at next week. And with the Minnesota Vikings coming off a bye, sitting at 5-1 and one atop the NFC North, this is a game where the Cardinals can absolutely make a statement going on the road against a team that people are kind of looking at them like they looked at the Cardinals last year. And it's going to be interesting to see. But first... I do kind of want to talk about some more positives about this team through seven weeks, even though the record wouldn't necessarily translate to it. I'm going to hit that next, Locked on Cardinals. First, we have a new sponsor, and I'm excited to talk about them. They are, you know, here's the thing. Prediction Strike, okay, they're brand new, okay? This episode is brought to you by Prediction Strike, the world's first sports stock market. You can now invest in professional athletes just like stocks. It's a lower-risk alternative to sports betting and athletic athlete prices move based on performance and supply and demand. I mean, if this isn't 2020, like the 2020s new age thinking, I don't know what is, okay? If you invest in Jalen Hurts a year ago, you'd be up 48.2%. Rashad Penny is up 154%. Kyle Pitts is down 44.12% after struggling to start the year. Tons of other options for you to look at, okay? Athletes benefit too and are entitled to a percentage of their market cap. That's unlike sports betting companies. That's insane. 2.5% trade fees, lowest in real money sports. Download the Prediction Strike app and use code LOCKED for a free share when you sign up and make a deposit of 20 bucks or more. That's promo code LOCKED for a special one-time giveaway. Prediction Strike will choose one person who signs up with code LOCKED and make a deposit and, and makes a deposit to win 100 free random shares. That can be worth up to $3,000 if you get lucky and receive Josh Allen shares. Invest in what you know on Prediction Strike to uh, the stock market for sports. And also, we get to talk about Blue Nile. As the original online jeweler, Blue Nile offers the largest selection of independently graded diamonds and pieces priced significantly below traditional retailers. Blue Nile has helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring. Their easy online tools let you choose a diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will help uh, will then help you handcraft her perfect one-of-a-kind engagement ring. Okay, This is the coolest part, though, for me and for those who get kind of lost when it comes to engagement rings, when it comes to jewelry in general. Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7, available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. If you have no idea what the hell you're doing, Blue Nile has got you covered 24-7 support. Shop stress-free with Blue Nile's 100% satisfaction guarantee. All Blue Nile orders are insured and shipped for free in discreet packaging. They also offer overnight shipping if you're in a rush. Make your moment sparkle with Blue Nile. Go to BlueNile.com and use code Locked On to save 50 bucks on your purchase of $500 or more. That's B-L-U-E-N-I-L-E.com slash Locked On to save 50 bucks 
on your purchase of $500 or more, BlueNile.com slash or code locked on. So even though the Cardinals are three and four through seven weeks, there are some positives to take away. The Cardinals are set to pick 13th in the NFL draft next year, according to Tankathon right now. They're one game out of being in the playoffs. So this is still a very influx portion of the season. It's very malleable. It's very fluid. And the Cardinals have shown flashes of, well, if this continues, then this can be positive for the team. And I do want to highlight them before kind of looking at Minnesota. We're going to look at Minnesota a little early because it's this is going to be like a true, true week eight litmus test. Like it's the perfect team to play. It's the perfect team to play because the Vikings are kind of brushed off whenever they get a good record because it's Kirk Cousins. Sure, Justin Jefferson's incredible. Dalvin Cook, great. The defense improved. And still, 5-1, and one, are they real? Are the Packers going to come back and win the division? Those are the questions that Minnesota Vikings fans, I'm sure, have to answer on the daily. So, the positives through seven weeks. Byron Murphy is probably the biggest positive. Especially one where you didn't really know. He was one of my biggest question marks going into the season. If Byron Murphy can become a true CB1, this defense will look very different. He has. He has. He's had a tough he had a tough game last week, but he's looked like a bona fide CB1. He's looked like a guy who deserves a second contract from the Cardinals. And he also, to be fair to the other side, looks like a guy exactly the way he looked last year through seven weeks. And then he kind of tapered off. He's doing it this year without a true pass rush. The pass rush has gotten better. Cam Thomas really, really starting to emerge. Zach Allen is seeming to become a terror on the inside. Zayvon Collins has had a couple sacks. But all in all, like the pass rush isn't something to be feared by opposing offenses and offensive line coaches. It's present, but it's not feared. It was feared last year through the first handful of games, and that made Byron Murphy's job a lot easier. We'll see if this is more real than it was last year. But through the first seven weeks, bonafide CB1, that is a positive. Zayvon Collins on the field the entire game. This is a huge leap from him looking lost in the preseason. This is a huge leap from them giving the green dot on week one to Isaiah Simmons because Zayvon Collins wasn't ready, it seemed. Now, different. Zayvon Collins is a name that if you don't hear his name during the broadcast, that means he's doing his job sufficiently. He doesn't have to do anything great. He doesn't have to be a pro bowler. He has to be on the field, and he has to be a stable part of this defense, and he has been. And that's very, very important for the growth of him and for the growth of this defense moving forward. Because we didn't know. We didn't know. In the preseason, I'm telling you, he'd looked lost. He'd looked like he wasn't ready to take on the endeavor of the green dot and calling the plays for the Cardinals in his second year. He didn't look ready. And now he is. And that's great. Because that makes everything so much easier. One less position you have to worry about overcoming is a huge, huge boost for this defense. Marco Wilson, jury's still out. 
jury's still out. The pick six was great. Obviously, he's incredibly, incredibly talented, incredibly athletic. I mean, his leap was if you don't say wee whenever you watch that, there's something wrong with you. I mean, harness your inner child with that. Just try it once. It's fun. It's addictive. You know, Zach Allen probably is the guy who is like the, oh, finally. He's healthy. Look at what he can do, gaining momentum when he plays every week. Great, great for him and for the interior of the defensive line, for the defensive line as a whole. It's a beautiful thing when you see Zach Allen on the field. You can tell that J.J. Watt is kind of taking him under his wing. And I think Zach Allen is in a perfect year. Like if he was a rookie, maybe it wouldn't resonate as much having J.J. Watt here because the gap between J.J. Watt four years ago and Zach Allen four years ago was vast compared to what it is now because J.J. Watt's a little bit older, lost a little bit of, lost a little bit of a bounce, and Zach Allen's really coming into his own while healthy. This is a time where Zach Allen can really, you know, yield positive results in a more I'm a veteran in this league way as opposed to a rookie just acting as a sponge trying to hear everything J.J. Watt said and implement it all at one time. This is really like when you're fine-tuning as opposed to trying to keep up with the NFL game coming from college, this is a perfect time for Zach Allen and and and, and, and uh, J.J. Watt to become true teammates being on the field with each other all the time. So Zach Allen's been great. And then Hollywood Brown is as advertised, better. What you expected, what you hoped for when they when they traded a first-round pick for him. So with DeAndre Hopkins and him, if they're both healthy in December and the Cardinals are still in the playoff hunt, this wide receiver group is going to be really good. The thing is, it's going to be so <sighs> gut-wrenching is too much, but this is a timed event. This will or will not happen predicated upon the time in which Hollywood Brown gets healthy and how many games the Cardinals win before then. Because there is a situation where DeAndre Hopkins and and DeAndre Hopkins and Hollywood Brown could share the field. Both healthy, both in the playoff hunt with the Cardinals and could show greatness, okay? And there's the other side where Hollywood Brown comes back, the Cardinals are out of playoff contention or close to it. Or Hollywood Brown comes back and DeAndre Hopkins is hobbled. Or a million different scenarios that could happen in the NFL. And you look at the end of the year, DeAndre Hopkins has an out in his contract. He's going to make a lot of money next year with his contract is currently constructed. Hollywood Brown's going to make a lot of money with what he's going to want when the season's over. So there's a situation where we could see Hollywood Brown and DeAndre Hopkins on the field at the same time for more than six games or not at all, or as close to not at all as something that could be as gut-wrenching as what could have been if this, if this, if this, if this didn't happen when they were both wearing the same uniform for a full season. And you hope the former happens because having Hollywood Brown and DeAndre Hopkins with Kyler Murray could be brilliant. It could be incredible for the next five years. DeAndre Hopkins is going to play till he's 35 or 36, barring injury. His play style will allow for it. And Hollywood Brown is just coming into his own as a wide receiver one. That's one thing that I choose not to think about because the what could have been is so potent if it doesn't happen. Let's just hope it happens. But you got to give these players their flowers through seven weeks, regardless of the, of the win-loss record. Those guys 
Byron Murphy, Zayvon Collins, Zach Allen, Hollywood Brown have shown that the question marks turned into positive answers for the Cardinals from the preseason to now. And you gotta you gotta give them you gotta give them the respect for it. The, the Minnesota Vikings coming up next, off a bye. Cardinals off a short bye. Minnesota Vikings kind of getting the respect the Cardinals did or didn't through seven weeks last year. What do the Cardinals need to do to make a concerted effort to get a damn victory on Sunday and put other teams back on notice that the Cardinals are here and legit? I'll talk about it next. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Prize picks. Prize picks. Prize picks. Okay. Prizepicks.com. Prize picks app. You can choose two to five players. And all you do is choose if the player will have more or less than the prize picks projections for that respective respective player. So on Sunday, say Kyler Murray, 225 passing yards. That's the prize picks projection. All you have to say is more or less. And you pick two to five players, and if they will score more or less than the prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. You don't compete against other people. You just compete against the projections. Prize picks offers projections in pretty much any sport you watch, NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, eSports, everything. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's super easy. They're safe and fast withdrawals, currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with promo code locked on. If you deposit 100 bucks. Price picks will give you $100. If you deposit 50, price picks will give you 50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Final segment locked on Cardinals Monday edition live. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for making locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. So the theme of this podcast so far has been it's not as bad as it looks. It's been bad looking, and it's been pretty good looking. But you mesh all that together, and three and four doesn't look so bad with what's happened with the Cardinals this season. One loss, Kansas City week one. Nah. One loss, Rams. The Cardinals look to be the better team Against the Rams, even though, yes, the Rams had a couple touchdown drops. One Cooper Cup, one Allen Robinson, I believe. It, 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 it's been a little while, but I believe it was those two. And the Cardinals couldn't get in the end zone. Kyler Murray missed Trey McBride. He threw the ball through Zach Ertz's hands. Uh, so the Cardinals looked at least equal with the Rams in week three. Four, week four, they beat a bad uh, Carolina team. Okay? And then when you play the Eagles... Uh, and you play your best game of the year, in my opinion, at least, you got to take that away as, you know what? It's not so bad, okay? But then you play Seattle on the road. It was just embarrassing offensively. It was an embarrassment offensively. It's a 31st-ranked team. They put up three points offensively, nine total with uh, the the special teams touchdown. But then it's like, what, what are we doing here, guys? What are we watching here? And then, you know, they beat a, a hobbled Saints team 
the score was wasn't as close as it looked, but the defense showed out two pick sixes, Marco Wilson, Isaiah Simmons in the first half, which really paved the way for the Cardinals victory. So all of that just feels weird. It's just like, well, whatever. It's like, oh, three and four. Like, I don't think that, like, l- let's not dwell on it for too long. This offense has looked bad for a good portion of this season. It's looked bad. It's looked listless. It looks not in sync. It looks like not what the Arizona Cardinals offense should look like at all. Defenses look good for the majority of it. They've held serve, and the offense hasn't won their, you know, they've had a lot of break points against them. We're going to use a tennis analogy on a Monday. But all in all, three and four, going cross-country to play the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota coming fresh off a bye, the Cardinals off a mini-bye. If the Cardinals can get a win on Sunday, it changes the season. It changes the season for multiple ways, in multiple ways. One, it gets them back to 500, really important. Number two, it sets the stage for the Cardinals taking on Seattle Seahawks at home the next week. Okay, so if they beat Minnesota, they go to four and four, and they can beat Seattle, they're five and four, they're at least tied for the lead in the NFC, in the NFC West. And if you told me with how this season started, that through nine weeks, they beat five and four and vying for the NFC West, I'd say you need to get drug tested. And I know that two wins, NFC wins are tough to come by this year. And if they can beat Minnesota, we're having a completely different conversation. If they lose by three touchdowns to Minnesota, we're having a different variation of kind of the same conversation we're having after Seattle. It's still a very, it's not a new season. But we're in the second chapter of the 2022 season. And everybody knows it's those three or four games in December that really determine. That's moving day. That's Masters on Saturday. And the Cardinals need to find a way to stay afloat, to tread water, to win a couple games here and there, to sit around 500. And then when Hollywood Brown comes back and they're still in contention, This offense could be the offense that gets hot at the right time, makes the playoffs, wins a playoff game, and things get weird in the NFL playoffs. But starting in week eight, the Cardinals go across country. They play against a team that people don't believe in, just like the Cardinals. People didn't believe in the Cardinals. The Vikings can be got. They can be had as long as Kirk Cousins is their quarterback. You don't know which Kirk he's going to show up. But I wanted to take today and have everybody kind of take a breath, appreciate that it could be a lot worse than it is, and to highlight the players that really have been the anchors for the Cardinals to get to this spot. And looking quickly towards Minnesota in Week 8, this is a true, as I referred to it earlier, litmus test for this team. Mental strength physical strength, offensive strength, the ability to stop Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Kirk Cousins, who lit up the Cardinals defense last year. And true test to see what this Cardinals team is made of. And I am fascinated to see. Alex Fancy locked on Cardinals. Thanks so much for hanging out. I'll talk to you tomorrow.